You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet. And hey, hey, what are you doing here? Well, since you're here, welcome. Welcome to another Tap Off oh, podcast. Look. Look, look. Who, look who's over there. Look who it is. I didn't see you over there. We're just sitting in this room talking at each yeah. other. We were just well, about to have a conversation about Marvel superheroes and man. War of the Gems. What That's, a strange coincidence. Yeah. You're there, wow. friend. Yeah. Well, here, have a seat. Hey. Hang out. Yeah. Do you like retro video games? No. Well, too well, bad. <laughs> all right. You well, showed you, up. Now you're trapped. Right. You can't go you can't, anywhere. You can't leave. <laughs> You're not allowed. By law. Did you follow the trail of dollars in here where we meant to trap you? Good. (laughs) At the end of this episode, we will put you in the money booth. Turn it on. (laughs) You got 30 seconds. Grab as many dollars as you can, and then you get to go home with that. (laughs) Then we murder you and take it back. Yeah, that is how it works, unfortunately. GTA rules. Sorry. (laughs) Now, uh, Tyler and Dave play old games. That's what we uh, that's what we do. Mm. We uh, we pray to a dark god every week, and it tells us from a list of Wikipedia Super Nintendo games what to play. And and this week it showed it showed us mercy after it ESPN did. and Elite Soccer. It did, yeah, because we're talking about Marvel superheroes in War of the Gems, and I want to get out in front of this and say. I am worried about the randomizer and like what it's doing to us because like <laughs> while I was playing this game, it was such a breath of fresh air compared to like elite soccer <laughs> and world champions, mm-hmm. world class soccer, whatever the fuck that game is called. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The ESPN games, like, I mean, it was so, like, while I was playing Marvel superheroes, I remember thinking, do I just like this game so much because it is not ESPN sport? You know, it, like, it, it's not a soccer game. Yeah, it totally throws my perspective because it's like, I am enjoying this experience, mm. but like, would I have enjoyed it as much, like, immediately playing it after Star Fox, you know? Yeah, probably not. My guess is no, yeah. but I don't know. It's like nothing. Every it's like that day with the gnome. Hunger is the best spice. <laughs> Man, maybe I need that tattoo. Just a David the gnome, like American traditional style gnome with scroll work that <laughs> says hunger is the best spice. And everyone's like, "What's that tattoo about?" I'm like, "I don't know, man. Think about it." You draw your own conclusions. That's what he's there for. It's your lesson to David learn. David the gnome. David, I know that thing's on David the gnome. <laughs> I don't know what episode Taryn said that on, but we'll see. I think it might have been Jaws. Jaws? Okay. Might have been Jaws. <laughs> uh, well, uh, before we get started, I'm your bearded host, Tyler, and uh, we got a package. We got a package. A package of goodies. That I am really excited about because I don't have an intro because <laughs> I, was up, I was up super late uploading. Uh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. This is not, I'm not throwing stones. This is just straight up like, hey- I'm Dave, and I'm running on literally three hours of sleep. So if I say weird shit, if I go off the rails a little bit, that is why. And it's also why I don't have an intro story. Yeah, because we 
on Saturday, we played a lot of Call of Cthulhu. We did, and it was for, for the Patreon. Fucking glorious. That's a really good game that you're running. Thank it you. seriously Thank is. You. I really enjoyed the Son of Sam Call of Cthulhu game that you ran. I really enjoyed it, but like this is I don't know, man. This is something different. It's different and I I don't want to say that I enjoy it more, but I kind of enjoy it more. And <laughs> well, I, do you, wh- who did you enjoy playing more, Chili Dog or or Jimmy? Both equally. Equally, but, okay. but I think the reason I'm more invested in this game that you're currently running is because I'm not playing. I'm not super Baja blasted every day. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not playing Chili Dog. So mm. it's like. Because, like, when I was playing Chili Dog, and I'm sorry, this is, like, total inside baseball, so it has nothing to do with Marvel superheroes. Uh, <laughs> hey, well, it's what's also going on. We published an episode. This is dropping on Wednesday. On Monday, we dropped our first episode of Call of Cthulhu as a little a little taste. Hey, do you like this? This is what we're doing. And there's more on the Patreon. And it's an actual play. If you don't know what that is, it's literally us playing the Call of Cthulhu tabletop role-playing game with microphones in front of us. I feel like most people know what it is now because it's like D&D is like super popular now. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. if we were like publishing D&D related content like when we were in college where it's like that is all that we did, we would be millionaires <laughs> right now. <laughs> mm. I feel like it's it sucks because it's like on that specifically, I'm like, fuck, man, I was born too fucking early because it's like, can you imagine like, I don't know, being 20 years old when it's like, oh, D&D is really popular and it's everywhere on the internet. Hey, there's a college class. Go do it. D&D. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. You don't need to graduate. <laughs> You're going to be pulling in that live stream D&D money, baby. Yeah, I'd like a... I got 3.8 my first semester of college. Started playing D&D and got like a 2.0 my second one because I just just let shit go because it was just like D&D every night. Like, hey, Ramon, yeah, can we, we game? No, just once a week. I'll start my own game and we'll do it every, every night. night. <laughs> <laughs> Good news, everyone. We're failing. We've all failed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but the bright side of that is more time for D&D, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we played an insane amount of D&D, and you guys played way more than I did because mm-hmm. I maintained my GPA. Yep, <laughs> yep, and and Nikki, so there you go. That is true, <laughs> and and Office Depot, man. I'm glad I stuck it in there. It's great. So. But of course, and and if you're if you're unsure about the quality of these uh, actual play episodes, uh, highly recommended from Exalted Lord Michael Verdu, who said my favorite episode of your podcast are these episodes. So it's like, are you don't like the episodes? The episodes, the my favorite episodes of your video game podcast are the ones that aren't about video games. <laughs> all right, there we go. <laughs> Look, man, I think that I think the actual plays are a lot of fun. I, I really do. And it's like, I know not everybody likes them, and that's why, you know, because I get it. This is a video game podcast, mm-hmm. so that's why we released it on Monday as a taste, and then everything else is on Patreon. I think yep. that's like a perfect way to do it. Um, but, man, I, I love playing this character, Jimmy, because it is like I get more invested in it because it's like – I'm not Baja blasted Chili Dog the mm-hmm. whole time. Where it's like when I was playing Chili Dog, Chili Dog was very passive, and it was just like this game is gonna go wherever it goes. Pocket Detective <laughs> and Miss Donna are gonna they're yep. gonna lead the way, and then I'm gonna roll out, chew kick, some scenery, kick punch. It's all in my mind. Exactly, and then it's like. And that was fun. It was fun mm-hmm. to like let them do all the hard work yeah. and then just roll in and be like, I'm Chili Dog. I'm here for the laughs. Gotta love me. 
Essentially, I was playing baby from dinosaurs. <laughs> Jimmy's a very different character, and because of that, like I'm thinking about it, and it's like there was a moment like two days ago where I was like, because like in between sessions, I'm thinking, and it's like, what do I have to do? I can't forget these things, and it got to a point where it's like Jimmy is fucking Batman, like, but without You're not wrong, but with you know, but without giving a shit about killing dudes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like he doesn't have that, but mm-hmm. I mean, and he he's rich like Bruce Wayne, but not like Bruce Wayne rich, just yeah. rich compared to he's like He's functionally rich, right? Which I can because I was thinking about that today. It makes kind of makes sense. Jimmy being who he is, as big as he is with his reputation, I can see where he would be a very successful private investigator. Yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, that's enough of my call of computer yeah. talk. I just <laughs> man, I just love the game. I really that makes me very, I very happy. really very do happy. love the game. I love the group. Um, yeah, it's a it's a lot of fun. Even the sessions, like the second chapter, where it's like we just did a bunch of investigating. Every that's going on what you had to do. You didn't know. No one want, Everyone's very smart, so it's like you're not charging in anything, running in anything. You're doing all the investigatory legwork that you need to do sure. before more shit goes down in the third session. And I like playing Jimmy, where he's like, because Jimmy's not. Educated. He's got like a high school. He graduated mm-hmm. from high school and like that. Some he's got some college essentially, and it's like, but he's not a dumb dude. If he was on Facebook, he'd be like, "What school? School Hard Knocks?" Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right, but he is. He's like, I like playing him as like a cunning kind of like a, a mm-hmm. guy, you know. So I don't know. It's it's fun. It's fun. Tweet. Thanks for running it. Oh, I'm happy. I'm I'm glad because. I don't think when it comes to a Call of Cthulhu game, I'm never going to force it. I will only run one when I get hit by the proper inspiration. So I think that yeah. that's also very important. I think that makes a difference for sure. Yeah, because I know when you – I remember when you said that you had an idea for another Call of Cthulhu game, and I could tell that like that, that idea definitely had its hooks in you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm glad that it did because this is really fun and uh, really cannot wait for the next session. Just two weeks away. I know it's a it's a long <laughs> way away. Uh, but but back to this package. We though. got a package yeah, from Choctopus. You know you know Chocto from. You probably don't know him from YouTube. He's not like a big deal on YouTube or anything. <laughs> no no no, he, not not much more important than us. <laughs> he, he absolutely is one thousand percent a lot more important than us. We're fortunate that he likes us. Yeah, we ver- <laughs> we are. Uh, you heard him on the Goof Troop episode, mm-hmm. uh, and also the. Uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate episode. Uh, he was nice enough to join us for that. And, buddy, when we get Super Super Alfred Chicken, when the randomizer gifts us that, <sighs> you know I'm going to hit up Chocto. <laughs> We've already talked about it. It's going to happen. Sweet. Well, he sent he sent um, a Facebook message to go along with this care package he okay. sent us. All right. This looks like a nice, mm. nice package. It's a very nice spread. Nice package. Nice. Such a good package, Chocto. Damn. So so meaty. It's, kind of, it's, it's not cute. meaty at it's all. It's cucumbersome. Actually. It is cucumbersome. That is, it was well packaged. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, Tadpog homies. I'm overdue for sending a care package, and I know you're both weary in your travels and require sustenance to regain those precious hit points. <laughs> you must gather your party before venturing forth. <laughs> I've mentioned to Dave multiple times in the past how much my wife and I love going to Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. So I grabbed a couple of our favorites. Man, I do love. That's I, the one thing I really miss about DC is just being able to go, drive a little down the road to a Trader Joe's. Yeah, it's, we had one in Lexington, and I never went. I like squandered my opportunity. Yeah, and then it's like afterwards, it's like hipster Aldi. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great because Aldi <laughs> is great. I'm yep. fine with just regular Aldi, but like hipster Aldi. All right, bring it on. Because man, because my, my regretful recall. It's just like a shitty, like, asshole 
fucking kid. I remember at church, I'd never heard of Aldi. Or like, if what I'd heard of Aldi was like, that's the poor person grocery store. I mean, it kind of is, but it's also great. Yeah, it's also like, <laughs> it's not shitty. It's not No, like, it's not shitty yeah, at all. It's not shitty at all. But it's it is like, inexpensive. It is, it, yeah, it's cheap because it's, yeah. it's engineered to be cheap, right. not just like shitty products on shelves. Yes. Like yeah. they've creatively made it inexpensive sure. for you. And when you do walk in there for the first time, it is like, uh-oh. <laughs> You know, because it <laughs> yep. lo- it kind of looks like it doesn't look great yeah. inside. But then you're like, oh, we they have do. Cool, they have good shit here. In Knoxville, we stop by an Aldi. We do have, in the grand scope of Aldi, we do have a shitty Aldi. Oh, there do are, we? Yeah, we do. Oh, okay. Because I walked into the other one, I was like, holy shit. Wow. This is, man, we got the Aldi they, shaft. <laughs> they have shelves here. Man, <laughs> it's not just loose oranges rolling on the floor. <laughs> Hey, I want an I want an orange. Here's your net. <laughs> you gotta net them yourself. <laughs> but I remember uh, there was like a kid at church. He's like, "Yeah, we shop at Aldi." So we all like made fun of him for mm. shopping at Aldi. Mm. And then now, just like, man, I was such a fucking dumb asshole. Like now, I'm the one. Like, fuck yeah, I'm going to Aldi. I hope you run into him at Aldi at some point in yeah. your near future. Yeah, You're like yeah, this is pretty sweet. And then he can punch me in the face. I guess it's fair. <laughs> Fair's fair. I'm going to bag your this oranges for you. This is my turf. <laughs> In closure, the following goodies. One, a box of cookie butter sandwich cookies. They're delightful, buttery, and the closest thing to crack that you're legally allowed to sell. Mm. I don't know, man. You can sell a lot of things. <laughs> they're, they're pretty, yeah. <laughs> we'll be the judge of that here in a moment. These or cigarettes? Which oh. is more addictive? Oof. Some chips and salsa. The street corn chips are great for dipping or on their own. I wouldn't send a couple of spicy boys a bunch of naked ass chips. <laughs> I've spent, I've, I've never had this specific salsa, but I hear it's, it's. I've heard great things about it. I've heard of it. I also kept Cowboy Kid in mind. <laughs> good deep, <laughs> good yeah, deep ketchup yeah. because it's called Cowboy Caviar. <laughs> I, I have heard of it, and I have heard that it is great. So I got really mm, excited okay. to see that. One of my personal. Christmas time favorites, a dark chocolate orange. Slam that bad boy on the table and, and yes. it'll slice itself up. There are plenty to, uh, to go around, so feel free to uh, share it with Choco Chica. That'll I fucking, make, that'll make her I happy. love these things, man. I don't know if I've ever had oh, one. Oh, dude, they're good. Orange and chocolate, I love. Yeah? Yeah, yes. This package wouldn't be complete without a couple brewskis, so I've included two bottles of Mad Elf, a strong seasonal brew that I did not all caps, not like it first. Okay. But ended up growing on me. Best enjoyed cold. That, well, we're enjoying them subpar. Do you want to save them for maybe next episode? We can put them in the fridge? Because we this just showed up on my doorstep right before I came over here. These are very okay. room temperature beers. All right, we'll save it. We can do the rest of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I want to give it a fair shake because I do like beer, but I'm afraid that if I drink this... Room temperature mm-hmm. and and Choctaw's even saying I didn't like it at first. I'm like I don't know, maybe yeah, best do enjoy it. cold, but do whatever the fuck you want. Just beware <laughs> they're strong. What is the ABV on this? Eleven percent. All right, it's not too bad. Yeah, I mean that's that's but for a beer because I got I got a little warm on that ten percent uh, margarita I had last week. So yeah, for a beer, I mean that's pretty. That's up there with like Scotch ales and yeah. stuff, isn't it? Because they're in like twelve to fifteen percent or yeah. something, aren't they? Oatmeal stouts and scotch ales and shit. Yeah. yeah. Keep up the good work and enjoy. Your pal, Chocto. Thanks, Chocto. All right. So what are we, the chips and salsa? Because I see the chips. Organic mm-hmm. elote corn chip dippers with a Mexican-style street corn. See, the best Mexican food I have ever had 
is made by Arby's. one made by Arby's. <laughs> if you've never been to a Mexican Arby's, fuck, man. Now it's the secret Arby's menu. You don't know about the secret Arby's menu? Just go up there and really insist on a taco. Yeah, yeah you, oh, you're you going to have to be belligerent. They'll think you're making a sexual reference to like their roast beef when you right. ask for a taco, but like, just tell them, like, no, 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 yep. no, no. I want, the, I want a taco. Dig your heels in. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Don't nope. don't move. Nope. When the when the cops show up, just fucking World fight star. them. It's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> the best Mexican food I have ever had, I'm, and I'm very serious. With yeah, this, was at an Arby's. Yeah, it's prepared, it's prepared <laughs> by by one Casey Broussard, whom I work with and who is a player in the Call of Cthulhu game. Yeah, yeah. Because that is his. Um, he is a far better chef than I am, and. His favorite cuisine to make is Mexican food. So at work, if you come, come on down to this hospital we work at, and you can get some really good Mexican food. All right, yeah, I'm down. I've had your burgers. Your burgers are good because he does. He makes the best guacamole and Mexican street corn and tamales I've ever had. Ask him about cowboy caviar. Okay, I gave him a tadpog it. Ian brought over some uh, habanero mustard, and I passed it along to Casey, because he has a huge boner for mustard, and he was just like, he was nuts for that shit. That was good stuff. That was like the butter kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How's that that cowboy caviar smell? Thick. Yeah? She's not thick. She's juicy. Oh, these are like giant Fritos. All right. Little scoops. Here, I'll get that for me, and then... As we dance around our giant Bruce Wayne dining table. You should have gotten a butler. Yeah. All right. $5,000 Patreon goal. Get a butler. Get, get the, the robot butler from Rocky, Rocky <laughs> 3. I've never seen that, you know. I've never seen a Rocky movie. Really? Yeah. I've never seen one. I, I you had... have an intro story. You fucking saw Star Wars for like the first time. And I we did. definitely I need to did. talk about that after I'm we eat this he- food. I'm hesitant to talk about it without like Ian, John, Link, oh. without somebody present. I, I'm fucking present. You're I present. can't wait that fucking long. Because <laughs> I saw you on Saturday knowing you had seen it. And I was like, nope, not going to talk to him about it at all because mm-hmm. I want to have something to talk about mm-hmm. on the show. <laughs> we do. Marvel, Marvel superheroes. That is true. <laughs> Surprise! It's a Super Star Wars episode. <laughs> this cowboy caviar has yeah. Co- it was not like the return, not like the the Last Hope Super Nintendo game. I was I was mad there wasn't a giant world ending uh, ship in this in the desert <laughs> with all the sand people or whatever. Yeah, sorry, uh, you can get a little taste of that in the Mandalorian, perhaps. Oh, okay. This salsa has corn in it. Yeah, it's a it's a chunky boy salsa. All right. Mm-hmm. That's good. Fuck, that's good. Mm-hmm, that's wow. really good. That's re- really good. It's almost as good as the uh, Kajan's Trinidad Scorpion mm. Pepper Salsa. That stuff is fire. Mm. But this is... Then the combination together, man, that's really good. Yeah, this is great. Oh, I'm listening to try that. Because that's one of our... Chips and Salsa is one of our like, favorite foods. You yeah, get yeah. that all the time. Um, yeah, I'm with her. And Casey. Casey also said that yesterday. Like, he could eat chips and salsa every day. That was always a snack we had when I was a kid. Chips mm-hmm. and salsa. We always had chips and salsa. So it was always, like, a go-to. Mm-hmm. That and, like, sunflower seeds. Because my dad also loved sunflower seeds. I need to get this out of the way before I continue to eat it. Man, that is really good, Chocto. Good, good Holy call. shit, man. Want to toss me the lid? I'll seal that bad boy up. Oh, yeah, we got. If I toss it, it will turn over right onto the board. <laughs> You're right. We, I mean, we got to get a robot butler. Yep. 
All right, I've got that those hands somewhere, the grabby arm to patchy stuff. I wash myself with a rag, rag on, a, on stick. a stick. Butter cookies now? Let's do it, man. Or cookie butter cookies, more appropriately. Yeah, what's the label say? What brand is this? Trader Joe. Just Trader Joe brand? Yep. Store brand? Trader Joe's cookie butter sandwich cookies. Cookie butter Creamy sandwich. cookie butter spread between two decadent butter cookies. Oh, spread it, baby. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like a, l- a better version of the cookies in the tin, like at Christmas Christmas time. cookies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was good. Mm. Now that chocolate orange. Let's do it, man. You know how to do it? Slam it down on that table. Break that bad boy up. There you go. Well, come in. Come in. Just oranges in here. <laughs> Sorry, everybody's eardrums. <laughs> Flame Chocto, the much more important person than us. It's his fault. He sent it. God, these things are awesome, dude. Smells very orangey. Yeah, they're great, man. I remember the first one I got, I don't know what brand it was, but um, when I went to Paris in high school, my French teacher swore by these things. And I remember getting one there and it was like, this is very good. So anytime I see one out in the wild, like I have to buy one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. With that dark chocolate, I get the, man? Cho- I get the chocolate mm-hmm. in my mouth and the orange in my nose. Mm-hmm. I also love oranges, man. Man, it's so fucking good, Chocto. God damn. Thank you. Fuck. If a name like Choctopus, you better know chocolate and octopi. That is true. That is that is a very good point. The next care package is nothing but octopuses. <laughs> yeah, like the Watchmen. <laughs> I was about to say, thank you for not sending us octopuses, Time Lord Josh Edwards. <laughs> I know they were squids, but still, it's close enough. It was a long time ago. In a galaxy far, far away. So fucking tell me about Star Wars. Yeah. Do you really, really want to save it? I kind of want to do a Patreon episode over it. Oh, fucking At fuck. At some point. All right, fine. I'll wait, I guess. I'm not like I'm your friend or anything. <laughs> and uh, this is like... Well, which part you want me to shit on? Just, just tell me. Just no, tell me. I know it's going to be... Because it's like, that's the other thing. It's like, I want to I, go. I want to go I ahead and talk not, about I it. I did not hate it. I did not hate it by any means. But there is no way... Because I remember the first time I saw A New Hope. And like even at the time, I had seen I had seen Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi as a kid, but I had never mm-hmm. I hadn't I didn't I had never seen A New Hope. I had just the Muppet Babies caught me up on A New Hope essentially because I remember seeing that episode <laughs> when I was a kid, so I was able to just be like, yeah, okay, I could piece all this shit together. I remember being like, I don't know, like 14, 13, 14 years old and watching A New Hope for the first time. I uh, checked it out at the library. And I remember being like, this movie is kind of boring. <laughs> so, and that was in whatever, you know, 1997 or what, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how old I am. But like <laughs> in, t- in 2019, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, I love A New Hope now and I will definitely watch it. But it's like, I don't know, man, like just going into it, just like, yeah, I've never really watched any of these movies, but mm-hmm. 
I watched this, I guess. But you've you've seen the prequels, yeah? Yep. All right. So so, then, so that shit does not line up well. Like bullshit, he had it all fucking planned. Yeah. <laughs> like right. clearly, he did not have that shit planned. Well, some of the threads, right? I could see like some of the threads, but like no, it was I don't. It, it was there not are as intricately... many th- there are many threads as if I were to go ahead and now craft a prequel to the Son of Sam game. Right. Like right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're fleshing stuff out that you kind of left ambiguous. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Of course. So I'll I'll say this. I'll give you like I didn't hate it and and I I I somewhat hate to say it, but by by far the best part of that movie is Harrison Ford. It does not change my view of him as a person, but he is the best part of that movie. He's great at he's great in it, isn't yep. he? Yep, yep, he and is. I, but I do think that changes because it's like I think Mark Hamill gets better and better. Ah. Because and like his character, of course, grows as well, you know, because no. like that whole story is. I mean, he has to, he has to go through Dagobah earning all those uh, force powers mm-hmm. by finding him in trees and mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all in all, we'll we'll do a deep dive with. I know it'd mean a lot to people if we waited for it to have like John Ian Pipe Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a so, tease. Yeah, that was a tease. Mm-hmm. You can't do that to me, you know. You can't just be like, I watched Star Wars, but uh, you know what? First of all, it took me forever to watch this movie, and also, I don't want to talk to you about it, Dave. So I fuck do want to. I do want to talk to you about it, but now, now we're capitalists, and I have to get something out of it. Now we're capitalists. I mean, yeah. Now, yeah. now we are enemies of Chris Black. Yeah, so. we, yeah. we are not good capitalists. I just want to share oh, that with oh, you. Cool. I am not reaping a lot of benefits. We're capable of love. I know. We're not. We're not <laughs> real capitalists. Yeah, in order for capitalism to succeed, someone needs to be exploited. Those people are us. <laughs> yep. As is evidenced by the fact that you edited three Call of Cthulhu episodes in a day, and I stayed up till 4 a.m. Yep. doing art and making sure they were published. <laughs> we are doing capitalism wrong. Yep, because <laughs> it got to be like 9 o'clock, and I was halfway through the first episode. I was like, well, I got to go to work tomorrow, so I took my sleeping medicine and as it stretched on, I was like, fuck, I'm so, fuck. <laughs> and then like, all right, that session's done. All right, it should be no problem to do session two. Put it on the Patreon, it'll be good. And then that's when everything started fucking up with, with the second episode. And then my pills were kicking in. And it was just like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> is it, all right, it's up. All right, is it, oh, it's too big for a Facebook message. All right, how about a Dropbox folder? Nope, Dropbox is full on my side. <laughs> God damn it. Where's Dave? Twitch, Twitch. Hey, d- like I was rude to everybody. I was like, "Hey, Brandon, what's Tyler? Hey!" And I was like, "Dave, I have it." <laughs> well, I told I told you to because you called me like right before. Like I start streaming at eight thirty, and you called me at eight thirty two. And like when I saw that you were calling, I was like, "Fuck, he really needs me to pick up because like Tyler doesn't normally call yeah. unless I don't he call needs. unless it's important." Yeah. So I picked it up and it was like, I'm trying to set the stream up while I'm like half ass talking to you. Like, I don't know why it's working, man. Have you tried turning it off and on again? <laughs> Eventually it worked. Because, yeah, everybody was, I'm just like, sup, email Dave, phone, phone on ringer, bye. <laughs> yep. Hey, it all worked out. So, yeah. It all worked out. Yeah, it all worked out. Well, uh, did you hear that, Dave? I do hear that. It sounds like the splish splash sound of Choctaw's intro on YouTube. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely check out Choctopus on YouTube. Yep. Uh, and uh, he streams on Twitch as well. Uh, he is, like we said earlier, way more super important than we are. But he could still probably use your help. 
So, and he does make really good content. And that is like, that is like an absolute truth. Like that is not just me saying that because he sent us chocolate orange. It does help, (laughs) but I'm not just saying it because of that. He's very good at, at, uh, Super Smash Bros. Absolutely. And, and legitimately makes good content. I always watch his stuff. Uh, I don't watch a lot of YouTube, but I always watch his stuff at the gym. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and I tell people about it too. I'm like, Hey, I know this guy. (laughs) Look, look, look. Yep, yeah. And they recoil back because I'm drenched in sweat. I'm wearing like an old racing (laughs) (laughs) T-shirt. Do do you like him? Here, here, listen to him talk about Goof Troop. You remember that cartoon? Sit down. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, man in shorts. Goof Troop. Goof Troop. (laughs) Not F Troop, you fucking idiot. Goof Troop. (laughs) Now let's talk about F Troop for a moment because F Troop was my fucking jam for a while. Yeah, that's one thing I feel like if I would... If I went back to watch F Troop now, I bet I would be sad. Yeah, I did love yeah, yeah, F Troop yeah, yeah, yeah. back in the day. No, I get it. I, yeah, don't rewatch F Troop. Yeah, like yeah. Ladybugs. Don't don't rewatch it. F Troop probably holds up even worse than Ladybugs. <laughs> is my guess. I would bet the 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 racist portrayals of Native Native Americans and. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's also like I imagine, like as a kid, I was always surprised when the fort fell over or something. You know what I mean? But like as an adult, I'm probably like, all right, this wall's gonna fall in five. Does the seconds. guy with the goofy hat always make these bad decisions? <laughs> <laughs> How do they survive out here on the frontier? Is the burly guy always mean? I don't. Can we do a uh, after the Call of Cthulhu game is done? Do you want to do an F Troop? F Troop Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Actually, actually. <laughs> <laughs> like doing like a like an early like before the Mayflower came over like an, like a European exploration to Roanoke the lost oh. colony of Roanoke yeah that would be good man yep. that would be good yep of course I hear that splish splash <laughs> which ushers in a segment that we like to call Dave reads from Wikipedia oh. okay guys I'm gonna open this link it's really tough sometimes to open the link while I'm opening it I would like to say that. Master Cycle Baron, Kevin Link, has uh, created an event for Tadpog Prom yes. on the Facebook group. If you're interested in going to Tadpog Prom, um, please make sure it's set as an announcement in the group, so uh, you can check there. If you are not on Facebook, then get on Discord, I guess, bit.ly slash Tadpog Discord, and um, let let me know that you want to go, because otherwise, like he's trying to take a head count right now. And, uh, man, Link has done, like, I'm so relieved because, like, Link is, like, calling people and, like, doing the things that, like, absolutely need to happen. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Link, if you're listening, thank you. I really appreciate that. I thought that would buy me enough time to open this link, but it did not. Can you name all the Infinity Gems off the top of your head? No, I can't. That's the other thing. It's, like, I feel like a really big poser because I read a lot of comics in high school uh, and in middle school. I really like, and I read a lot of Marvel comics, but I did not give a fuck about the Avengers. I did not care Neither did I. about, it was all about Iron the Man, Captain America, Hulk. I didn't give a shit about any of them. It was all about the X-Men and all of the X-Books, mm-hmm. X-Force, Excalibur, Generation X or Gen X, mm-hmm. X-Men, Uncanny X-Men. Like that was my and Spider-Man. X- you were X-Factor. a Spider-Man fan, weren't you? Yeah, I liked Spider-Man a lot too. Um, but like I got into that later on and then around the same time I got into Deadpool, which I got into Deadpool through X-Force. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know, man, like that was my, that was my jam. And then like from Deadpool, because in like the early nineties, like the, the Joe Kelly run of Deadpool and all Deadpool, I guess really, um, 
they would make these obscure, they like delighted in making these obscure Marvel references. So it's like, because of Deadpool, I learned like, I gained like bardic knowledge for like Marvel trivia, but mm-hmm. without without really understanding the full <laughs> breadth, you know what I mean? You slumdog it. I absolutely slumdog <laughs> I, I, I millinered it, you know, <laughs> uh, as, as Ian said. Um, yeah, so no, I can't. I can't name all the gems. Can you? That's a long way of me answering that question. Uh, I could name all of them by one. All of them but one in my planning. All right. You want to do it together? Can we do it together? Sure. Soul. So can you we're gonna alternate? No, we just do it together. We're we just see if we can guess say the same ones at the same time. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have them in a list in front of me, so it's not fair oh. for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, just don't look at them. I've got a okay. I've got a list as okay. well. So you said soul, soul, mind, mind, power. reality. Oh, I mean power. Power, reality. <laughs> reality. Did you say time already? Nope. Time. time. <laughs> and the last one is the one I couldn't remember. Power. We said power. We said power. Fuck. All right. No, no, I cannot talk on the phone. Um, what do we miss? Soul, reality, mind, power, time, space, space. Yep. It is space. That's right. Yep. Because in the game, uh, you get the space gem, and it allows you to jump higher. Yep. Which is great because <laughs> it's like, welcome to the space gym. Yeah. And it's like, man, you put that thing on like. Iron, Iron Man, Man, who can already double jump, and it's like, yeah, man, you're in business. Sky's the limit. Hey. Is that your achievement for shit, later in the shit, show? Shit, shit. <laughs> um, thanks for stalling with the uh, gems long enough for this Wikipedia entry to open. Okay, guys, Marvel superheroes in War of the Gems, or as it's known in Japan, Maveru Superheroes wo Obusa Zojimu is a 2D action platformer video game developed by Capcom for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System, based on the events of Marvel Comics series The The Infinity Gauntlet and The Infinity War. Have you read either of those? Uh, The only comic that I had as a kid, I have one episode of Infinity Gauntlet with the the debut of Goddess. Okay. And that's, that's the only, like, I remember, like, Looking through that and like it's basically like Professor Hulk. I'm like, what the fuck is going on with all this shit? Right. I don't even know who Goddess is. That's how like Marvel poser I am. I had to I had to look back into it that like Adam Warlock Uh split off the two halves, split off all expelled all of the good and evil from his soul, and they manifested as physical bodies. So they manifested as Magus and the Goddess. Okay, and you fight Magus in this game. Yep. Um. So he's the bad one. He's the bad one. Yeah. Uh, Goddess is also bad in a different way. I <laughs> see. I haven't read any of these. I've seen the movies, yeah. but you know, like I haven't read any of the any of the um, Infinity Gauntlet or the Infinity War. Uh, I told Marvel poser. I told you. Um, I mean, I didn't give a shit out there, man. It's just like X Men or X Men Ride or Die. Yeah, X Men or fucking bust. There were man. there were no Avengers books in uh, our Scholastic Book Fair, so it was just like X Men. I was <laughs> trying to tell Henry the other day that it's like. Okay, you know all these movies that we're seeing on Disney Plus that has like Iron Man and Hulk and all of this? Man, can you imagine a world where no one gave a shit about those people? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Which isn't true. And Some the other people, people that no one gives a shit about now because they have shitty movies? Right. Yeah, those were the ones everybody right, loved. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now the mutants have become the Morlocks. So who, who, yeah. <laughs> good, good reference. And who, who turned the world upside down? Sony. <laughs> yep. Are they still trying to with Spider-Man? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Man, I love Spider-Man. I mm. do. I love Spider-Man. And I love, like, um, I haven't read comics in, like, eight years or something like that. And it's because they're so fucking expensive now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I can't, 
I don't know. It's like I could buy trade paperbacks, and I know you can get good deals on those. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, but I always trick myself when I buy an individual comic book. I'm always like, yeah, but this could be worth money someday, theoretically. Mm-hmm. So like, I get caught in that trap. And, um, and then so don't I, touch it, don't read it, don't look at it, put it in a black hole and <laughs> leave it. Well, which is forget about it, <laughs> which, which sucks because that is way more convenient than actually stopping to read a comic book. You yep. know what I mean? Cause yep. it's like, it's weird. Cause it's like, well, I bought the thing. I own the thing now. Let me put the thing where it belongs. And that feels good. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I don't know. I guess they call that retail therapy. Mm-hmm. Or do what I do. What few comic books you have, pin them up on your walls. So I have my all my Venom comics and my Spider-Man comics I have in, in plastic covering, cardboard back, yeah. but they are push-pinned onto my walls in the in this garage is sort of like which part is arch. push-pin? The it's through the cardboard no, backing, but not, not the, the book. Not through the book itself. All right. I'm not a barbarian. Yeah, I was about to say, man. <laughs> um yeah, I was I remember when I found my Pizza Hut uh on my X-Men Pizza Hut comics. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could find my um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles VHS tape from Pizza Hut. One with the pizza monsters. Yeah, you the, know? Uh, the yellow xenomorphs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that hatch out of microwaved pizza. Right. Yeah. We won't get sued. They're yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, what the VHS should have said. Put them in the arcade box. game. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, they got bold with that shit. They were like, uh, we didn't get sued when you made that VHS. So. Pizza Hut. <laughs> You know our buildings everywhere. <laughs> you know what's crazy to think about is like those two franchises, even today, it's like, yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles still like going str- – I don't know if it's like going strong. Not I as strong it's as – It's definitely re- the, had a resurgence. Absolutely. Pizza Hut, however, dying out. Yeah, poor Pizza Hut. Yeah. It's like people like delivery and not coming in to dine into their shitty salad bar and everything now. So Yeah, their lunch buffet. Like I remember being a kid and like even then was like, I don't wanna eat the pizza with the flies around it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It was kinda of, it was it was bad, yeah. But it was cheap. I think it still is. I think it's probably even cheaper now than it was in the oh, 90s. I don't know, because I have I've not seen a pizza, like, well, I guess I haven't been to uh, a Pizza Hut during that lunch special in a long time, so. No, nah, me neither. All right, let's see. In the game's plot, back to, back to the War of the Gems. In the game's plot, Adam Warlock calls upon Earth's greatest superheroes to seek out the Infinity Gems before they fall into the wrong hands. Although War of the Gems is based on a similar storyline as the Capcom arcade game Marvel Super Heroes, and each of the playable characters retains one of the special moves they had in that game, that's not entirely accurate, <laughs> uh, because they some of them have more. You know? Remember when Spider-Man had teal blue webbing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is not a port. This is not a port of... Um, Marvel Super Heroes, the arcade game. War of the Gems instead features gameplay similar to Final Fight and X-Men Mutant Apocalypse, which we've talked about on the show. And it's one of my favorite SNES games, which absolutely colors how I feel about this game, War of the Gems. I think this is a good game. How would you compare this versus uh, Children of the Atom? Children of the Atom, the uh, arcade game, the fighter, or Mutant Apocalypse? Mutant Apocalypse, thank you. Um, I think Mutant Apocalypse is a better game. But I think, and it's also because we just talked about, like, I was into the X-Men. X-Men. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's yeah, like, yeah. Psylocke is not in War of the Gems, you know? But, like, she is in Mutant Apocalypse. And when I was 12, like, that was f- jerking off material. Yeah, that's true. There are no titties in this game. 
Uh, nebula, I guess. Yeah, there really are. Yeah, there really is yeah, not. not a go- you know what? Pass. Not a lot of good. Yeah. Not a lot of good young young teen jerking material. <laughs> but plenty in X Men Mutant Apocalypse. Hey, kids, listening to this, looking yeah. for things to jerk off to. This they, isn't one of them. Trust me, they don't need your help. Don't anymore. go to a pawn shop, buy a Super Nintendo in this game, and think, yeah, I'm gonna come. Nope, you're not. No. 11, 11, 12, 13 year olds. Unless you like, unless you like the Hulk, in which case, fucking have at it. Handsome ass Hulk, right? Yeah, yeah. Really, really handsome Hulk in this game. Uh, also, very eloquent for Feral Hulk. Yeah, he tells you <laughs> when he wins, and like, okay, when you finish a stage as a character, they do a whole like um, a taunt mall. speech, yeah. you know, like at the at, when you get beat in Street Fighter to go yep. home and be a family man. <laughs> like they do that, uh, and Hulk's is like, "Use your mind." So I don't know if they're... we could have talked about it, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, but I thought that was a nice touch. I mean, and I think the art in this game is gorgeous. Um, it is. Yep. I think it's gorgeous, and I think the art style and it and uh, Mutant Apocalypse is gorgeous, and they kind of match each other. Um, I remember playing Mutant Apocalypse, and I probably talked about this on the episode we did, but that was a long time ago. I, c- I cannot remember. I, we were in Atlanta with Jacob. Holy shit. Yes, oh. that was a very early episode. Uh, I remember Psylocke's – she had a move where she would like uh, – Punch. Like, it's with, like Wolverine's claw where he extends and slides. So right. I like had that with her sucking knife. And like, man, God, I feel you like can I see her butt. Yeah. Yeah. I owe the dude who animated that at least five dollars because like <laughs> you could see her butt. There was like the perfect amount of like boob jiggle without it being like, you know, it was just like a little just like a little bump. And it's like if you oh. pause that one frame, you could see one of her pussy lips. Like if you just <laughs> Like, if you did it just right. Do you remember that episode? she has purple pubic hair. Like, if you did it just right. Do you remember that episode of Salute Your Shorts where Donkey Lips' cousin showed up, Pussy Lips? (laughs) (laughs) Why do they call you Pussy Lips? I'll show you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Other than the game. Awful queefer. (laughs) Awful queefer. The, uh, I mean... War of the Gems plays a lot like Mutant Apocalypse too. I do think that the I do think that the level design in War of the Gems is looser than Mutant Apocalypse and I think the reason is in X-Men Mutant Apocalypse when you go through those first initial stages you choose a character and that character has a stage. So it's like the level is designed around that character. Uh, but in War of the Gems, you can choose, I want to play as Iron Man and I'm going to play this stage. Therefore, it has to be a little more generic because you get to have the freedom of yes. being whoever you want. Yes. Which they, ultimately is, that's more fun to be able to choose and pick and experiment around. It's, it is. I think it's, I mean, it's different. I don't know if it's more fun, like, but it, it but it is, it is different. And it's like, there's another I element. Mean, what characters have preferred stages where they will function a little better. They do. Yeah. Cause it's like, for instance, um, we discovered when I was streaming this on Twitch, uh, Sacrifall mentioned, Hey, Spider-Man is short. So like, he's really good against the evil Iron Men because they do the repulsor blast and Spider-Man, like if you duck, it just goes right over his head. Hulk, mean, meanwhile, like is just getting fucked up by mm-hmm. repulsor blast because he's a big, he has a big fucking hurt box, you know? And it's like Spider-Man, tarantulas, tarantulas have hair, yeah. so they stay warm. So Spider-Man is good in Alaska. 
Man, I, dude, I loved Wolverine in Alaska because, man, that was fun because it was like, there are like, I don't, because I didn't read any of the like Infinity Gauntlet or Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Like, is Alpha Flight a big deal in those like arcs? Because it's I like, I had the one comic, I have no clue. Man, Puck, you know, Puck from Alpha Flight, the, the, he's the dude who is shorter than Wolverine and somehow a, more dwarven than Wolverine <laughs> and he has a P on his, on his chest. Oh. That okay. is Puck. He's a member of Alpha Flight, and or he was. Mm-hmm. I think when I was reading the comics, he was dead. But then I think he came back because comic books. Mm-hmm. Um, but like he's all over the place. He fights Sasquatch as the boss of the Alaska level. Mm-hmm. Sasquatch, evil, of evil course. Sasquatch. Evil. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. E Sasquatch. E Sasquatch. <laughs> Electric Sasquatch. Shin Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I don't know. It just was kind of weird because it's like I guess they're just here because it's Alaska, um, and Alpha Flight's like the Canadian. Team, okay. you know, all right. So, call Cthulhu, I can write them in. Or please, right? Yeah, but it's like, yeah, they have later this episode of Alpha Flight. Yeah, <laughs> when Jimmy dies, I'll play as Sasquatch, <laughs> just regular Sasquatch, <laughs> not evil Sasquatch. That reminds me, just talk about Call Cthulhu because I don't want to forget it. If one of you should die, yeah, it, it will be Jimmy, I think. Because it's like <laughs> Jimmy's like trying to be careful, but at the same time, Jimmy, Jimmy is the guy who like. Gets in front of shit, typically. Yeah, but also if you fall, all the other dominoes are very close behind (laughs) you. (laughs) Because if you die, then it's like, Simon, I hope you roll that well again with your handgun, because no one else can use a gun. Spoilers for chapter three. (laughs) (laughs) But if if someone were to die, just sort of writing up a new character and bringing them on doesn't exactly make sense. Right. So I do think it would be to keep kind of a running list of characters. Fine, I'll play as the pig man. Fine, <laughs> fine. Already in game, who it would make sense? Like that we can probably make a little star beside certain characters. Like if you die, pick one of these characters that makes sense gotcha. and bring them in, make them your own. Sure. So like uh, dibs on Hades, the boyfriend character, <laughs> Hades. <laughs> Your your Dale Gribble friend that people will will Rusty Shackleford. Yeah. <laughs> more spoilers for yeah. chapter three. <laughs> Welcome to our Biggie Palace chapter yeah. three teaser episode, disguised <laughs> as Marvel superheroes in War of the Gems. <laughs> no, I just didn't want to forget about that. We can cut that later. <laughs> no, no, God, we don't. We're not editing any of that beautiful, beautiful content. Um. Yes, so we were talking about the differences between this and Mutant Apocalypse, and I think it's fair to use Mutant Apocalypse like as the the bar to compare this game mm-hmm. because it's they're both made by Capcom. Uh, they both use some of the same art because it's like Wolverine is in War of the Gems, and he is Wolverine. He looks exactly like Wolverine from Mutant Apocalypse. Plays just like him, He's and got plays the same like moves. Wolverine from Marvel Marvel vs. Capcom or Street X Men vs. Street Fighter. Right. Like it's the exact exact same Wolverine. It, it's dumbed down, but yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he does have it's, some. But of the it's beat him up style right. Wolverine from that. Right. Yeah. yeah exactly. Because he does have his like. Shoryuken from mm-hmm. uh, like Children of the Atom, mm-hmm. Marvel versus Capcom, and all that. Uh, but they do water down some stuff because it's like I get it. It's not a fi- this isn't a fighting game. This is a side scrolling beat 'em up with like action platforming elements. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't need a fully fleshed out 
fighting system. It'd be cool, mm-hmm. but uh, but you don't need it. Uh, also, I feel like if they did it, you would just demolish the game because it's like the enemies are not like super bright, and it's like you figure out well. Nor are the walls you punch. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you punch a lot of walls. That that is my misgiving about the game. It's like there are a lot like Doctor Doom, second in intellect only to Reed Richards. Yeah, former Sorcerer Supreme that can challenge Doctor Strange. What does he put in your way to stop you? Punchable walls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Hulk's coming. Get past this iron wall. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's it's true, but it's like I don't know, man. On like on one hand, it's like I kind of give shit like that a pass because it's like first of all, it's a video game. Second of all, it's a video game based on comics. You yeah. know. So it's kind of yeah, one yeah. of those things where it's like if I had any problems with like the all the walls you have to punch in this game, mm-hmm. it's that you had to like. It doesn't feel heroic because you have to stop to do it. You know, you have to stop, punch, punch, or use your special move and then continue. You know, it's not like you're bursting through it. You know, yep. it's not dynamic, you know? Or the underwater level where everyone's just in the Boston Aquarium, slow and running out of like Iron Man. Okay, air. Okay, the Hulk is running. Okay, all right, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's just running out of air and very slow. Yeah, but I, it's yeah, I get it, and that's a valid complaint. But it's also kind of one of those things where it's like, well, why doesn't Wolverine has have his healing factor? And I mean, the answer to that is, well, because then the game would be super broken, and you'd play as Wolverine all the time. Yep. Um, although I will say I was really sad because his, like his adamantium poisoning is acting up really bad this week, <laughs> right? Uh, oh, dude, I'm sorry, but Wolverine has scabies, so he can't uh, he can't heal himself anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Not until this whole thing settles down. But like Wolverine, I feel like is like one of the weakest characters in this game. Mm-hmm. But I feel in Mutant Apocalypse, he wasn't. I felt like he was a great character. It's like everybody's gonna want to be Wolverine because everybody only likes the X Men. So let's make him the worst. <laughs> Either that, or they're like, well. Captain America, like we have to make these characters look really good because mm-hmm. they're the fucking, you know, like they're they are the shit. Yeah. They're they're the business. Like the Hulk. You know what I mean? Um, and it's but the thing with the Hulk is like See the Hulk, I just wish like if half the time, if he got hit, you couldn't control him for like 10 seconds and he'd just go nuts. Oh, he'd man. be horrible to play. You as. got half of that. Because what <laughs> happens is when he gets hit, his fucking recover animation is like the longest thing <laughs> in the fucking world. Because it's like when he gets knocked down, he, slowly... he gets back up again. It's never gonna keep him down. <laughs> he chumbawumbas all over the fucking place. He falls down and then he like shakes his head and then he brings his hand to his head and rubs his head and then he stands <laughs> up and then the boss just knocks you down again. And it's like, cool, I guess I'll watch this five second animation like all over again. But it's like, I, that's that brings me to another thing where it's like, I get it. It's a video game. You want balance, but it's like, I'm sorry. The Hulk shouldn't, like, when the Hulk gets knocked down, it should be a big deal. You know what I mean? Like, I'm fine with him taking damage, right? But it's like, if something like, I don't, an evil Iron Man shoots him and he falls over for five seconds, it's like, ah, I don't know. That's not even the real Iron Man who shot him, you know? That's evil Iron Man, you can tell. By the spice. Yeah, (laughs) by the bondage gear that he's wearing (laughs) that he bought on Wish. (laughs) Hey, I got this sweet Iron Man costume off of Wish. (laughs) Oh, man, because... And then when... So the... um, because eventually your your goal is to collect all the soul, all the infinity gems all those before gems. Thanos can get them. Right. And I think one of the coolest parts of the game is like you can custom choose what gem you want to carry into battle. Yeah. And each one has a different effect. 
Yeah. And I think that is really neat because they're like, and you have to equip them too, mm-hmm. because it's like when you choose a stage, like Alaska, for example, you choose your character and then you choose um, whether or not you want to use any like recovery items that you've collected. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you can recover your health if you've picked up health kits. You can revive a fallen teammate if you've picked up, a like, a revivification icon. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do all this kind of stuff, which, which was not in Mutant Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Like, this has, like, what I like about this game is that they are fucking trying. They're not like, Mutant Apocalypse was really good. Let's just make that again, but with different characters. Yep. They were like, let's really think about, like, what we can do to make this game fucking special. And the 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 gems uh, are are a big part of that. Because let's see, you have the the space gem, which makes you jump twice Welcome as high. To the space gem. All right, all right. All right. Uh, let's see the reality gem, which reveals hidden items. Yes, which I think is cool, man. Because mm-hmm. it's like straight up, if you do not have that reality gem equipped on your hero when you go to a level, like there are power ups that are just straight up not in the level anymore. You know, like, um, like a lot of the reviving um, power ups you don't see because you don't have the reality gem. Ah. Let's see. There's the power gem, which you hit twice as hard. Yeah, it's absolutely necessary for Wolverine. Unfortunately. Yep. The time gem, which uh, makes you move twice as fast. Which is really fun in Spider Man because mm-hmm. he is already the fastest character. Uh, the soul gem, which doubles your health. Yeah. And then the now- one you can't actually get. But the mind gem it allows you to attack at range. Yeah, with psionics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know why. Supposedly, there's a game genie code oh. for you to go ahead and get it. But oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> Do you have a favorite gem, like in the game? What I thought was most helpful. Yeah. Normally, it's not my thing. Like the Ooh. the taller me would be like, oh, the soul, double your health. Right. But like, no, the power gem. Power. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tim Allen gem. Dude, because it's like once I got the power. The Benford 5000 power gem. <laughs> once I got, this baby's got, this baby's built out of adamantium. It's going to fucking tear through everything <laughs> that gets in its way. Dude, once I got the power gem, it's like, all right, Wolverine is back in business. Mm-hmm. Because it's like his charging claw move. Like you fight Blackheart later on in the game. And mm-hmm. it's like. Once straight out of Marvel vs. Capcom Blackheart. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it is like. Um, like fucking butter, man, with that dash claw. Because mm-hmm. it's like you hit like that, 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 that. You hit like six or seven times with that if you get it right. Mm-hmm. And it just like chews through the life bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like Tokyo I'll be hitting with a poison Cree again. <laughs> right. Yeah. Everyone's going to get that. That was a reference only for me. So <laughs> Ultima Online episode we did a long time ago. Check that out. Like that was a that was an interesting reference. I wonder what the, the backstory on that is. <laughs> the answer is Ultima Online. Yeah. Link in the show notes. <laughs> uh, see, what I thought was also very curious, so like the uh, the gems, the infinity gems are scattered all throughout the universe. You know, basically should be almost impossible to assemble. Yeah. Not so much, not so much in this game. They're all on Earth except for two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just pretty close they're to pretty Earth. pretty close to Earth, yeah. Because the, the levels that you can go to in this game, like the Avengers base, which is like your training room. Yeah, you can do boss fight. You can, mm-hmm. yeah. you can, And you can get past, that's where you get your passwords there, too. It has a password system, which is, which is neat. Yep. <laughs> which is it's a neat. lot of work. Yeah, it is. 
If you have save states, use those instead. So you eventually were like, I know. Oh, come on, let's just save this time. It's I, fine. I use save states, <laughs> but it does all. It just saves time because yep. you don't have to enter the password each yep. time. And I, the way I played it was the way I would have played it as a kid. Oh, the character I want to play as died. Reset. <laughs> yeah. Like, why would I, you know, like, I don't know. I guess I'll go yeah. through as a character I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Then the Boston Aquarium, Alaska, the Amazon, uh, Dr. Doom's Castle. Right, where Doctor Doom is a boss, mm-hmm. which is important to note because some of the bosses in this game are non-bosses. Yeah, it's like just you're the just... evil version of somebody else. Right. Uh, then Magus's space tank, which was a real fucking brutal boss fight mm-hmm. for me because like he rips open a hole in the space tank and mm-hmm. it's like everything. All of a sudden, the gravity's like you're getting like pulled out of the ship. And he has like a false Infinity Gauntlet on that he's using to throw shit at you. Don't even get, I don't know, man. That might actually be the gauntlet. The gauntlet. I don't he know. has like one gem. Without, yeah, maybe just one gem. I don't know. Like I said, he wasn't in the movies and I did not read those books. Yeah. So don't know. <laughs> uh, Egypt. Yeah. Uh, the asteroid belt. Yes. Where you can fall off the level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which happened for sure. You know, just through space. Yes. Uh, um, um, abandoned mine in Arizona. Yep. <laughs> And uh, Mount Vesuvius. Where you fight Silver Surfer. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor Strange shows up, makes a tensor's floating disc for you. You get on it, and then like Battletoads, Turbo Tunnel style, dodge fireballs while fighting Silver Surfer. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fist fighting. And I, and I think the preferred person for that level is like Captain America. <laughs> is that right? I yeah. guess that makes sense because he can throw his shield. Yeah. Um, man, Captain America... He is a badass in this game mm-hmm. because he's got this like jumping kick combo where it is like if you can catch somebody with this kick in the air, you kick them three times and they are dead. Mm-hmm. And he, well, he has his charging star move and everything from like yep. Marvel's Captain America and, and all that. Yeah. yeah, he throws the shield. Yeah, he's a he's a bona fide badass. Bona fide badass. Yes. Um, what? And then you're like Titan, maybe, where you fight Nebula and Thanos. Yeah, I'm not sure if they exactly say where it is, but yeah, yeah. I mean, that would make sense. And yes. Nebula is actually both of those bosses. If you're a Wolverine with the power gem, <laughs> not, not, don't even worry about it. So, yeah, Nebula's got like the only boobs in the game if you're interested, if you're into that. Yeah. But she's also blue bald and has one robotic eye. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> Take, hey, beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> Take what you can get. I thought it was cool. Like uh, the Vesuvius level, you fight, um, you fight the thing. Yep. You fight uh, Ben Grimm mm-hmm. uh, in a weird level where it's like the whole level, lava hurts you, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. And you also, I had a real problem because it's like I can never tell, is that lava in the background or is it, oh, nope, it's here and I'm mm-hmm. hurt. Um, and it's not also just like it hurts you, but it's like not only does it hurt you, there's knockback and there's a good chance you're going to fall in more lava. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you get to like that boss stage, and then all of a sudden, because I was playing as Spider Man, all of a sudden, like you get to that boss arena, and Spider Man just like running in the lava. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it was cool because Thing is like hurling molten rock at you and stuff. And yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a cool fight. There are some cool fights in this game. Mm-hmm. Everybody has like a special move. I think you have to get an item. You can use a special move per level once. Yeah, you can. You could do like if you do like a half circle forward um you can use like usually it's like an enemy clearing move mm-hmm. like for example um i mean there's not a really good 
not really good explanation for it. Like Iron Man's, for example, like the screen turns white and then people die around them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, Spider-Man grabs someone and flings them around. Right. And, yeah. But I mean, like Iron Man, I was, at first I didn't like playing as Iron Man, but then I learned that like his, you can use one of his moves. Like he's got a fly, he can fly. Mm-hmm. Like, it, and if you double jump and then fly, like he just essentially does a charge in the air and it's like, it makes certain levels like, Really, really like fun. You could mow through walls like that and stuff. Yeah. yeah, and that's really cool. But it's like seeing that in action is like, oh, this is why the levels are designed the way that they are designed because it's like impossible to be like, well, we're going to make a designed level. We're going to make a balanced level for Iron Man who can fly and Captain America who cannot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So there are usually like branching paths in the stage where it's like if you can fly or climb like Spider-Man or Wolverine, yep. uh, you can go, you can take a high road. But if you can't, if you're Hulk, Captain America, um, you have to go down to like the the lower levels, which usually means you're in water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then you're just really slow. and it's... So be Spider-Man or Iron Man. Be a man. Yeah, be Wolverine with the power gem, though. <laughs> Don't play Wolverine until you get the power gem. Mm. But once you get the power gem, Wolverine is back in <laughs> business. <laughs> that was such a good feeling. Well, what else you got? That's pretty much it. I'm about to say, we've kind of we've kind of plowed through that one. That's pretty much it. I really liked this game. Yeah. I, I really did. And it it is a late game. It came out in 1996. That is late for the Super Nintendo. Yeah, yep, yep. And... Um, I remember renting this as a kid and I remember renting it at Blockbuster and enjoying it, but it was also kind of one of those things where I had a PlayStation when I rented it. So it was like, and when I got a PlayStation, it was like my days of buying Super Nintendo games are over until I'm in my thirties. But for now it's all PlayStation games. So it was kind of one of those scenarios for me. So I rented it once, enjoyed it, never beat it. And then, so I could see why IGN's top 100, they, had, they basically had a choice. Do we want to put this or do we want to put Mutant Apocalypse on this list? But they, I agree. I think that's what they did too, mm-hmm. but that is wrong. Yeah. I feel like that is wrong. Like, and I feel like- they, Not including both of them or choosing Mutant Apocalypse over this? Not including both of them. Mm-hmm. I honestly do feel like War of the Gems belongs on IGN's top 100. All I, right. I really- we haven't made that statement in a very long time. I really do. And it's like, even like, I don't think my judgment Penance is... since Power Rangers, have we said that? That is true. And I think that this game is better than Power Rangers. but Because it is so good looking. Um, it's, M- music is also very good. The music is good. It is, um, it is a good game. It it's probably belongs somewhere on like the 190s tier. Like, I don't think it should go any higher yeah, than that. I'm with you. We can do that. But I do think that it deserves a spot. Take on... out Sparks or put in this? <sighs> Man, that's tough. Because mm-hmm. after playing, like, Rocket Knight Adventures, like, I've got Take a Take out new... Super Turrican 2 and put this on. Now it. I'm in, baby. Okay. <laughs> yeah, now I'm in. Get, get rid of Super Turrican 2. Uh, yeah, but I do think Mutant Apocalypse is a better game. Like, I, I, I think that it is. Yeah. Um, this just tries to do something different, and I respect that. And I think it does a better than middling job at doing it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can see that they make sacrifices to make it happen, but I think overall it's a quality game. Mm-hmm. I think the thing that probably hurt it the most is that it came out in 1996. Yep. Yeah, I'm with you. You have any achievements? I do. Uh, I have some achievements that came in from Twitch chat. Uh, if you ever want to help with achievements, uh, listener, you can. I stream on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash tadpog underscore podcast. I do that on Sunday nights at 830 Central. 
We've got a, a bot in there that will take your achievements down mm-hmm. or at the very least give you a link where you can go to a Google form to put achievements in. <laughs> um, it's not streamlined, but it's the best I can do. First achievement I've got is Stupid Sexy Hulk. In order to unlock Stupid Sexy Hulk, you need to just look at the Hulk's portrait on the character select screen. That's all you need to do. He's broodier and sexier than Robert Pattinson in Twilight. And uh, that achievement comes in from Nathan Eaton. Thank you, Nathan. Next achievement I've got is We've Got a Hulk. And in order to unlock We've Got a Hulk, you need to keep trying to use every other character but resort to beating every stage with the Hulk. Which the Hulk was my go-to until Wolverine got the power gem because the Hulk could like, if the Hulk got to a boss in a level, I'd probably win. Yeah. But the problem was getting to the boss. The Hulk, you know? the Hulk with, um, what is it, time? So he's oh, twice as fast. Speed is, yeah. yeah. Oh, that is really, that's really mm-hmm. nice. Uh, that achievement was uh, from Big Dick Pie Baker Chris Vaughn. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Third achievement I've got is, fuck off, Dr. Doom. <laughs> And in order to unlock <laughs> fuck off Dr. Doom, you need to defeat Dr. Doom with Iron Man, since that is Iron Man's classic catchphrase. Uh, and that comes in from Doc. <laughs> Thank you, Doc. And the last achievement I have is do the creep. In order to unlock do the creep, uh, you need to beat the game playing only as Spider-Man. He did. That should be a new internet challenge. Walk like Spider-Man everywhere you go. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was uh, Bovine Bear Matt who mentioned, like, this was perfect, dude. Like, Spider-Man with the uh, time gem where he's speeding up. Mm -hmm. When he walks around, he looks like Fred Flintstone bowling. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think... uh, I think another alternative way to unlock Do the Creep is to play this game with Nicki Minaj. I think I think there's one one or the other. Uh, and that achievement came in from Usurper God Grim. Mm. So thank you, Grim. Do you have any achievements, Tyler? Uh, I've got one. I've got a uh, bring back the B Wolverine button. Oh, because <laughs> we talked about. I mean, Jake and I made a reference yeah. back when we were in early college about how we'd make a video game system and. On the controller, it has the be Wolverine button. Right. You can be Wolverine in any game, whether it makes it fun or absolutely ruins it. You uh-huh. have the option to be Wolverine. So when you unlock the bring back the be Wolverine button, yeah. beat this game entirely as Wolverine. <laughs> and I think um, you can't handle the truth. You unlock you can't handle the truth by only having the reality gem equipped at all times. Oh man, I love that reality oh. gem. I really did because like the the dragon hoarder inside of me was like, get all the items. Get all the items, don't use them. <laughs> but then the game started kicking my ass. That's and your I was like, Kermit the Frog with the, the Sith robe. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But it was Audio like, memes. Memes. <laughs> Think about it. Uh, it was one of those situations where it's like, the game started kicking my ass, and it was like, I'm sorry, Reality Jim. I'm not going to ever use you again until I'm like, well, I need some items. Yeah. So. Can you go play back through old levels with the reality gym to pick up items and then leave? No. Once you finish a level, it's it's locked out. Mm. That's all I got, dog. That's all I got. What I mean, what what did you think of the game? I didn't love it as much as you did. Yeah. Because um, I mean, the level the level design, the walls, but it was it was fun that all the characters played so differently, and then you could play them on any stage. That is very yeah. very cool. I like that a lot. Uh, music was good. But, I mean, I'm a big boss battle guy. Yeah. So some of those very lackluster boss battles, like sure. two evil Iron Men, right. evil Sasquatch, like eight pucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of like, eh, but like then like Doctor Doom and Nebula and Thanos, like those were Magus, like those were good. So I'm 
I agree with you. Somewhere in 90 to 100, it could be on the list. I agree. I'm with you. I have a new achievement. Mm-hmm. This is a Dave original. It's called The Real World. In order to unlock The Real World, you have to survive a full season with eight pucks. <laughs> you have to stop being polite. Don't have AIDS and like peanut butter. Otherwise. <laughs> uh, I have some questions for you, Tyler. Fuck yeah. Uh, I would like to know how much is this game on average? What do you think this game is? How much do you think this costs loose? On price charting? According to pricecharting.com. Okay. On average. See, I've 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 written this like a long, long time ago. I don't remember seeing it very often. I think this was one I had to go to Movie Hut for. Couldn't buy it at the gas station or Piggly Wiggly. I had to had to like beg my parents to go to Movie Hut. So, oh, fourteen fifty nine. Tyler, actual retail value of Marvel superheroes in War of the Gems for the Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. On average, on PriceCharting.com... Oh, it's a 96 game. I should have set the one higher. Damn it. At the time of this recording is $24.99. I would have said 25 if I'd gone back. Do you think it's worth it? <sighs> For a Marvel guy, it could be worth it. I would buy this. Yeah. Like, if I found it in the wild... Like, I don't know that I would want to, like, purchase it online or something. Mm-hmm. But if I, w- if I found it in the wild, like, even at, like, a convention or something, and it was labeled... It was marked 25 bucks. I'd ask the guy if he would take twenty for it, and if he said no, I'd be like, "Here's your twenty five dollars." I think I think I would <laughs> yeah. I would buy it. Yeah, yeah. This and um, Mutant Apocalypse, which I don't own, so it's like those two, now those two games are like, all right, because mm-hmm. I've been buying up Super Nintendo games like an idiot. So no, no, it's good, man. Uh, those are definitely That's on my stupid. list. Uh, you can also get a new copy. For uh, $292.50. <laughs> As you go ahead and say in that, because I wasn't getting close. <laughs> well, it's like, that is like when it ties into Marvel, right? Because mm. it's like, I imagine, you know, if you got a mint copy of like a Marvel video game, it's probably going to go more, it's probably going to be worth more to certain people mm-hmm. than a mint copy of other games, right? So, got another question for you. Yeah. Tyler. Mm-hmm. If you were to give this game a beard mm-hmm. that sums up how you feel about mm-hmm. it, what kind of beard would it be? I would give this the beard of the Grizzly. The Grizzly. The Grizzly. A a a long forgotten Marvel character. And I don't know who the Grizzly is. Mm-hmm. In a in a Western series comic, the Grizzly was a uh, um, was like it a, like Marvel's Jonah Hex. Well, I guess the well grizzly. it was a lot more. It was uh, I think it was a uh, Silver Age. Okay. So it was like he was a very good cowboy who would wear a steel-lined grizzly bear suit. <laughs> awesome. And, and could manipulate shotguns yeah. and pistols still and shoot bad guys. Next Fallout game, I'm going to make the grizzly. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Nice pull. Tyler. Yes, Dave. If you were to give this game a pair of glasses that sums up how you feel about mm-hmm. it, what kind of glasses would you give it and why? I would give this the glasses of Demolition Derby. Demolition Derby. Demolition like Derby. Like the event where like girls on roller skates like knock each other down? That is, um, Demolition Derby is where cars crash into each other. Oh yeah, I'm thinking roller derby. Roller derby. Yeah. Sorry, I just had like, <laughs> I just had like tight short shorts in my mind. <laughs> Uh, Demolition Derby was a 1979, I believe, a Spider-Man villain who, um, he was a gambler who could throw his bowler hat really hard. Okay. And like, 
smash bricks with it. Wow. And he could throw it in such a way it would return to him. That is really hard. He was like that character from Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't number two, was it? Number two was like the the tiny man. Yeah, this was the the it was it was like the odd job. Yeah, right. Character. Right. Yeah, yeah. I forget. I don't think it's the, number Maybe two is got the eye patch. Yeah, that's right. Man, I haven't seen those movies in a long time. <laughs> yep. They have video games, you know. <sighs> not so. not just inter- <laughs> Netscape Navigator. No, nope. I'm pretty inter- sure there's like a GBA uh, Austin Powers oh, game. Mm, I think. Mm. I know there is a, at there's more than one. There has to be, but I know there is at least one. It's like GBA or DS, I think. All right, I like those. Those Thank are very you. like Thank Marvel you. deep yeah. dive. Mm-hmm. They were appropriate beards and glasses. Yeah. I have some more questions. Oh, please. If you would like more questions. I would like, give me Mo. I heard that you like questions. I do love questions. We have a quiz that came in from our very own Ross Rachel Green. Who I love. Please keep sending us questions, even if we bitch about them. I enjoy this very much, Ross. Yes, the quizzes are amazing, Ross. They are amazing. Uh, so thank you for sending them in. They're all. I feel like they're always good content because what happens is, and the reason I say that is because... Typically, if someone talks to me about something in an episode, it usually has to do with the quiz, um, which is which is a really good indicator that I think that it is that they are worth having on the show for sure. All right, Tyler, this quiz is entitled "Fuck You, Dorkly." <laughs> oh, it's a N sixty four N sixty four quiz. <laughs> That's never what- mind, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> That's right. It's a quiz about the top 25 in 64 games that you probably don't remember because they were horrible to play. <laughs> you know the rules by now. Question one. This game featured a series iconic loading screen that was not required on this format and was left in for aesthetics. So that means it's probably a game that came out on other consoles as well. Uh-huh. A loading screen. An iconic loading screen. Is it like Namco where you could play a game while you did it? I don't think that we I don't I don't think that we had one like mm-hmm. that. But that is an iconic loading screen. Mm-hmm. Iconic loading screen. Mario sixty four where you could move his face around. Yeah. I think that's probably right. Because I think that was like isn't the story but behind that? But that's number that? one, right? So are we skipping right to the <laughs> And it's yeah, I don't know if a loading screen is like loading between levels or it's like the game is like loading, but that's a really good mm-hmm. I can't think of anybody el- anything else, right? Yeah, I mean unless Perfect Dark had something or Goldeneye had something. Ugh, god, I can't remember. I don't remember. All right, Did what Resident other- Evil have anything where you could move around like the tools and stuff during their loading screen or had tips or tricks or God, we I don't... start at the very bottom and go Resident Evil Two. Start at the very, very bottom of the list. <laughs> was that the twenty? Think we're game? playing the odds? Yeah, that was the very. That was the twenty fifth game. That's a good game. It's a shame I played it on the N sixty four though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Had to get that booster pack or whatever for it for the extra RAM. Yep. <laughs> Do you want to go Resident Evil Two? Because I have no idea. I think we should go Resident Evil Two. Maybe they're out of order this time. Because like I maybe it is. Well, you said Mario you know the 64. rules, and we always, go, we always go in order. All right. Resident Evil 2, locking it in. What episode number do you think it was? After it was after IGN. You're better at this than I am, so I'm, I'm deferring to your judgment. 216. 216, Resident Evil 2, locking it in. It is 202, 
Resident Evil 2. All right. I can't tell you what the loading screen is. <laughs> I can't either. <laughs> but you nailed it. I feel like there was something there where you could like move weapons and see shit. Man. All right. Next question. This game contains the first appearance of a father's evil twin. That might be brothers, though. Mm-hmm. Mm, who's a who's a bother? <laughs> Pooh Bear? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Honey, that can't be eaten? <laughs> you can see it, but you can't get it. Who ba- Eeyore says, oh, bother, right? It's Eeyore. <laughs> <laughs> An evil twin. Mario Sunshine with the uh, inverse That's a game Mario. Yeah. Oh, you're right. In That's a game sixty four. What the fuck am I thinking? Um Meta Knight. So Smash Kirby Brothers? Kirby and oh. Kirby sixty four crystal shards or whatever. I like that. Let's do that. Okay. Yeah. Kirby sixty four something something crystal shards. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what episode number do you think it was? Two oh five. Two oh five. Kirby sixty four, locking it in. It is two ten Mario Tennis. Oh, the first appearance of Waluigi. Waluigi. Yeah. Brothers, evil twin. Mm-hmm. Luigi being the brother. Uh, that was a well-crafted question that yep. we just fucking bombed. Yep. Man, Mario Tennis was a good game. Yeah. Like, I have, I, that was a good one. Next question. This game is presented as a storybook. That is Kirby 64. Or is it Yoshi's? Yoshi's, uh, the Yoshi's Island was a storybook. Yoshi's Island? The Yoshi game. That was What Yoshi for... game for N64? I don't remember it. We did, because I remember we beat it like... In one setting, that might be why I don't remember it. Yeah, there there is a Yoshi game that was straight up was a was the children's storybook. Okay, do you remember what it's called? Yoshi sixty four. Yo, yo, Yoshi. <laughs> Legend of the Legend of the Yoshi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Yoshi sixty four. That Yoshi game. Yeah, dude, I don't like N sixty four. Me either. I don't like N64. So much like I picked up a Super Nintendo this weekend because mine broke, and I found someone online on Marketplace who was selling one, and I met with them, looked everything over, everything looked fine, and then the dude was like, yeah, I'm selling this because I want to get an N64. And I was like, dude, I have an N64 and like a shitload of games for it that I'm never, probably never going to play again. I would have traded you. And he's like, nah, I just want the money. <laughs> like, okay. okay. All right. So Yoshi 64, locking it in. It is 212 Yoshi's Story. We got it. Okay. I'm counting yeah. it. We yeah. count that. Good job, man. You're doing a good job. Next question. This is one of the few adult games on the N64, which has later appeared on three other consoles. Conker's Bad Fur Day. Yeah, Conker's Bad Fur Day is definitely an adult game. Mm-hmm. What other consoles did it show up on? Xbox, like Rare Replay? Xbox 360. Yeah. Okay. Conker's Bad Fur Day. I'm so convinced. I'm trying to think if there are any other adult games. I feel like there were with like, uh, Conker's Bad Fur Day. Yeah. What episode number do you think it was? Two, what was the last one? 212 was Yoshi's Story. 218. 218, Conker's Bad Fur Day, locking it in. 220, Conker's Bad mm. Fur Day. Next question. This game was compatible with a Game Boy transfer pack. That had to have been Pokemon, Pokemon Stadium. Stadium. 222? Sure. Logging it in. Yeah. It is 226 mm. Pokemon Stadium. Next question. This was the first game to star a now popular animal combo. Banjo-Kazooie. Hey, well done. Uh, what episode number do you think it was? Uh, that's near the top. Um, what was Resident Evil? Resident Evil was 202. Tyler's doing algebra. Two, 225. Well, Pokemon Stadium was 226. So it's probably after 226. 228. 228. 
Banjo Kazooie, mm-hmm. logging it in. It is 228 Banjo Kazooie. Yeah. We got two. <laughs> you, well, you got that one. That was all you. Next question. So we've got the number right twice. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All how many time. questions? <laughs> probably like 100 by now. Probably more than that. We've been getting these for a while. Mm-hmm. We've probably had more had than more 10 than quizzes. 10. Yeah. yeah. All right, next question. This was the first in an RPG series featuring a popular mascot, Paper Mario. Yep, good call. What episode do you think it was? 228 was Banjo-Kazooie. 230. 230. All right, logging it in, 230. Paper Mario, it is 230 and 231. Paper Mario. Mario. Uh, we still got yeah, it. We got it. Yeah. We can't celebrate like we just did. <laughs> yeah, because but... it's contestable. All right. <laughs> the judges. <laughs> next question. This game was called Lilat Wars in PAL regions. That is Star Fox 64. Yep. 235? Sure. 235, Star Fox 64. It is, in fact, 236, Star Fox 64. That is a good game. Yeah. My, that's, that is one of my favorite games on the N64. My favorite game, hands down, is Paper, Paper Mario, Mario. But Star Fox 64 is like... I don't know if I gave it the praise that it needed on mm-hmm. the episode, but it's like since then, going back and playing Star Fox on the SNES and Star Fox 2, uh, it was kind of like, man, Star Fox 64 is really good. Mm-hmm. Like It was really, really good. Yeah, it is. All right, next question. People remember this as being the best console FPS, despite actually not being very good when you go back to it. Golden Golden Eye. Or Perfect Dark. <laughs> Yeah, man, Perfect Dark. People love that game, but I do no, not, not love at all. that game. But it is I probably... I GoldenEye 64 is a lot more playable. It is probably GoldenEye. Man, yeah, it was probably GoldenEye. Uh, what number do you think it was? What episode number? 240. 240, GoldenEye, locking it in. It is 244, GoldenEye, mm. 007. Next question. Last question. Mm-hmm. The ultimate question. The number one rated N64 game, which I didn't like because it was tedious as fuck. Mario 64? Mario 64, yeah. What episode number do you think it was? 250? Was it even like that? I might say like 246. 246. Then Other Shit Monday and then... Mario 64, locking it in. It is 250, The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. (sighs) That was the number one rated one? one. Yeah, Yeah, I forgot about that. We whiffed that one. Man. Yeah. Well, to be fair, that all revolved around us either knowing what Ross thinks is tedious mm-hmm. <laughs> or knowing what the number one game Or remembering was. what we played. We're not doing that. No, we can't. We can, <laughs> Look, we can't be held accountable for that. Thank you, Ross. That was a wonderful quiz. It was. Even if it was about um, subpar. The shit we hate. In 64 <laughs> games. <laughs> yeah. You're just Nintendo fanboys. Yeah, not really. Not really, though. <laughs> um, all right. All right. Uh, oh, Not, wait, wait, wait. No, sorry. Yeah, sorry. we got all important right, business right. to tend to. Pull the key out of my pocket, go over to my my uh, curio stand here and unlock one of my most treasured possessions. <laughs> well, it's a cat, too, but they can. <laughs> 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 you get my, my Louisville Slugger signed by one Donnie Jeffcoat. Mm. Mm, man. I see mm. that. I like how we both went mm at the mm, same time. Mm. Just remembering, like, it's like the closest we can do to Doc. How because, we use it to pray for our God, yeah. pray to our God, and how many hobos we've beat to death with it. Nope, I've not done that. <laughs> Here I was just gonna make oh, it. Oh, wrong Dave. Sorry. <laughs> That's the other me guy. and Dave Thomas. <laughs> Wait, that Dave Thomas? 
Oh yeah, yeah. He he won. Fresh never frozen. He's like, we're gonna beat these hobos till their meat hangs over the edge. Ah, that so, Dave Thomas. Like, okay, not the uh, Grace Under Fire, Dave Thomas. I don't no. think he was. I don't think that was him. Was it? <laughs> um. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you got the bat. That's good. Yeah. Put it down. Put I was just gonna make an innocent it. docking joke, but then you made it weird by talking about murdering a hobo. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's what I do. God. <laughs> I can't ever gracefully bring up murdering hobos. <laughs> That's my cross to bear. Yeah, it turns out that's frowned upon. Let's <laughs> <laughs> mm, put my forehead on this. Mm-hmm. Say the prayer we all love to say. Do it. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Stop. 47. Alfred Chicken. Battle Blaze. Battle Blaze. Battle, is that... Battle Blaze. Uh, is that a Super Scope 6 game? It is not. Okay. It is by Sammy Studios. Oh, we all know Sammy oh, Studios. Sammy's games. Yeah. All right. All right. I sure. went down to the deli. I got a Pastrami on Rye and Battle Blaze. Give me a Battle Blaze. Yeah. <laughs> I played this game before. Okay. Uh, a lot, like on stream, I think it was like one of those where I was like going through just games on the, on the uh, hacked. Uh, SNES Mini. Uh, this is a like Conan the Barbarian style fighting game. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, you haven't played it. That's Great. fine. Hey, <laughs> hey. It's not, not it's a soccer not a, game. It's not a soccer game. Not a sports game. game. Yeah, it's not. I'm good. I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll take a good shit fest over, over a sports game. All right. Okay. I'm going to remember you said that. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Battle Blaze. Battle Blaze. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, Spotify. 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 What are we doing on there with the Prestige Practically Podcast? Practically nothing. Yeah. You are correct. <laughs> <laughs> We're pl- doing an audience just a, for Paul Korn. <laughs> <laughs> Judges? Ding. <laughs> but it's still fun to say that we're on Spotify. Yeah, that's true. Now when I'm asked on Twitch, is your podcast on Spotify? I could say, yes. Yeah. And then that person will be like, cool. Cool. I had no intention of going there, but I like right. knowing it's there. Yeah. Whew. I get it. Here. I had a can of peaches like that whenever I was in college. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Uh, let's see. You like this show? Do you like uh, like the content? You can go to, you can like us on Tadpog. You know, our, on Facebook, our Tadpog page. There you go. You can also like us on Tadpog. That's fine. I don't know, I don't know how yeah. you do that, but you can try Just, that. Just uh, pull up Tadpog.com and scream at it. Like! I like, I like you! Because <laughs> that's what my son does. Uh, because he hasn't figured that's out sweet. that when they say like and subscribe at the end of the video, they don't mean that he just holds his thumb up in the air. <laughs> I declare bankruptcy! <laughs> Let's see. So it's a place where we're trying to curate some um, some more content. It's on its way. But if you want like that deep shit, you don't want your grandma to see. That's the mm-hmm. Tadpog Nation. Mm-hmm. But are you like a sweet a sweet boy? You yeah. good sweet boy or girl? Got that Discord? Do you like Sonic memes? Because that's blowing up on the Discord right now. <laughs> There's a new channel called uh, Nate's Hedgehog Panties, uh, and that's where you can post all your Sonic memes. Mm. Mm. Damn. Bit.ly/slash Tadpog Discord. Yeah. There's your invite. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Tadpog underscore podcast. Uh, yeah. What else we got? You want a Tadpog shirt? We got tons of shirts on shirts.tadpog.com. That's right. 
Are you uh, not satisfied until you give us money for us being bad at capitalism? Uh-huh. If that's the case, we have a solution for you. Yeah. <laughs> you can go to patreon.com slash tadpog, uh, chip in at least a buck, and you get access to all the bonus episodes that we've done. Uh, you'll get access to the upcoming um, Piggy Palace, Call of Cthulhu mm-hmm. actual play mm-hmm. episodes that we're going to publish. Uh, there's a lot of... There's a, I mean, for a dollar, there's a lot of good content on there. Mm-hmm. In all honesty, that's not just me being a bad capitalist. That's yeah, me just buy that for a dollar. That's just me spitting truth. Uh, I'd like to take a moment. Uh, so sit right there. I want to thank some people who have recently donated on Patreon. I want to welcome Richard Fox, yeah. new donor. Thank you, Richard. Uh, we appreciate it. Hope you enjoy the bonus content. And I'd also like to thank Matt Gentle G for upping his donation uh, yeah. considerably. So uh, thank you very much. We appreciate that. Uh, and also, this is worth saying, uh, that because I forgot last time and I felt really bad. I was driving home and I was like, fuck! This episode is executive produced mm. by mm. the following Patreon donors. They are the ones who go above and beyond and donate more than $20 a month. Uh, that is Usurper Grimm, 1383, God Emperor Alex Pena, Cousin David Galino, Daniel Abernathy, who needs a title real bad, uh, Platinum member Brett Miller, and Laud Dennis. So thank you guys. We really appreciate it. Abercrombie Dan Abernathy? Abernathy and Fitch? There we go. There we go. (laughs) Well, there goes that donation. And the most coveted title of all, Cousin. How did we get that Cousin title? Gotta be one of our cousins. Yeah. That's the only way to get it. Sorry. Yeah, true. So I guess, like, study our family trees and lineage and see who you can marry to become a cousin. (laughs) It's a really good title. Trust me. The downside is we can't have sex with you anymore. (laughs) Well, depends on where we are. (laughs) Uh, Well, our theme song is moved. I'll see you more drive. Link to that track. You can find the show notes at tadbock.com. Hey, you want to close this one out, Dave? As our favorite Marvel superhero, does that feel appropriate? Yes. All right. Okay. You got one? Yep. It doesn't have to be from the game. It can be any of them. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So until next time. Drop Capricorn. You were a robot. Yeah. All right. Which robot were you? Mm-hmm. Man, I don't think there are any robots in Marvel. I'm Pringles, baby. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Scoop saga does. <laughs> Gotta be that mango sentinel. <laughs> Boom. New York Knicks. <laughs> Who are you? Um, you know what? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was like, we started doing Multiple it. Multiple man. Yeah. Tropical we, Capricorn. We, we started doing it, and it was like, well, Tyler's doing a loud voice, and I haven't committed to this. <laughs> so I was just like, Tropical Capricorn. And then you were going to be, I knew you were going to ask who it was. And it's like, I guess like Deadpool, I guess, like a lazy Deadpool. <laughs> Is Who's your favorite between like Deadpool and Multiple Man? Because I know you've always been like a... No, it's not Multiple Man. Like, for sure, like, Deadpool wins out. I like Multiple Man's power. Ah, okay. Um, but not actually, the actual and character. Like, and I like the... Um, Age of Apocalypse Multiple Man. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. 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 Yeah, real fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Age of... Man, Age of Apocalypse was such a fucking good series, man. Mm-hmm. I still don't own all of those books from that series, but I... On one hand, I wish I did, but on the other hand, I remember like 10 years ago, I started collecting those, and I read some that were not good. So I was like, no, oh, maybe I'm not. Yeah. Gonna. You remember like when the X-Man spun off from that? The, the X-Man? X-Man. I, I heard yeah. about X-Man, but I checked out by then. I think I have all of those. I have not read any of them. <laughs> <laughs>
I remember being weirded out by uh, by strife. Yeah. I, re- I remember being incredibly turned on by Rogue in Age of Apocalypse mm-hmm. because it was like she didn't really do it for me in like the real continuity, but mm-hmm. in Age of Apocalypse, yes, man, yes, absolutely. <laughs> and I was like, she's with Magneto. God, what a what a powerful woman who's able to handle her shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, all get about fucked it. with a metal condom, right? <laughs> <laughs> like Doctor Doom. <laughs> It's like fucking Doctor Doom. It's like, who do you want? Yeah. I wonder, could a Sorcerer Supreme fuck Rogue? I'm sure they could, right? Like, is there some kind of light bending, like the thinnest condom ever that you could still feel something from, but also not... Oh, wait, you have to feel something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would it take magic to be able to fuck Rogue and and feel something, but also not get your life force sucked away? Man, I bet everybody who hung around to the end of this episode is really grateful they did. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's a good – sure, of course you could, right? You could make like a force field condom, and I you're mean, essentially right, like, not touching them. Yeah. So, I mean, so how is it – Is it enjoyable? Not at all. <laughs> Outside of the fact that you're like, I'm fucking rogue! Look! Look! They said it couldn't be done. <laughs> right, yeah. It's Except like, by <laughs> Bishop in this one episode where he could <laughs> negate her powers for like – Five seconds. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's the only way you could do it, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, Wolverine could probably do it. He'd just he'd pay for it and regenerate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or maybe he wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, he's also- all busy like hugging her, being a father figure in the movies instead of fucking her <laughs> like he should be. <laughs> and I guess also he would lose the ability to regenerate. So never mind. <laughs> yeah. But see, that's. That's what this Wolverine is. This Wolverine in um, War of the Gems just fucked Rogue <laughs> he's weak. and lost his... <laughs> he's weak. Yeah, that's yeah. why he sucks and he gets yeah. the power gem. Right, his white blood cell count have, is way down. And he doesn't have any generation because he just yeah. fucked Rogue. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, makes sense to me. Yep. <laughs> 